Hey, hello everyone, Sean Simons, PPG Grandpa. Welcome to August 30th, 2021. This is episode 86. We are talking about all sorts of paramotor stuff, but it seems like the topic really started off with airband radios. What do you know about airband radios? The ones that you uh, can talk to the air towers and stuff? Me here? Yes, we are. For the last seven seconds, we've been live streaming. But, you know, when somebody, you know, go, goes here, I think that we have the um, the monetization thing on, so they probably aren't hearing the first part, which is good because all we're doing is rambling. Hey, we're not rambling no more. How's it going, everybody? Who do we have in the chat? Aaron I, uh, John Wayne, and of course, everybody that's on the panel right now. Hopefully, we'll get a couple more people. If if um if people want to come hey isn't there like a flying or something going on this weekend what's going on this weekend where is everybody anybody know what yeah so i wonder if everybody i mean because that's like the second of september right yeah it's uh third to the sixth yeah at the uh, birthplace of aviation yeah. oh is that what that is okay uh -huh. I wish I, I wish I could go. Talk about Ohio. Yes, yes. Ohio. Just barely in Ohio, though. It's almost Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's you go up and uh, there's a, a river there. I, I forget what's. Oh, it's the Ohio River. Um, <laughs> and, uh, hey, no, you fly over the river and you're in Kentucky. You fly back. Oh, get out of here! Take your warning. Oh my goodness. It. <clears throat> yeah won't be long it'll be starting jp yeah you and me mm -hmm. uh -huh. when are you getting there jp what's that when are you when? getting there? uh friday i think sometime i don't know i'm waiting on a pull shirt in the mail from sky sports so I, I, is, is it an aftermarket it's uh just the Vitarazzi one I just saw one. Uh, I've been looking at the paramotor. Um, what is it? Um, uh, Bill Drone paramotor thing on Facebook. I think that I can't remember the actual name, but um, someone was showing um, a new starter for their paramotor because, you know, like yours, it keeps on breaking. I was going to send it to you, but I, yeah, uh, Nick Griffith keeps telling me about uh, there's a way to modify the uh new mosters and use like a, a 30 dollar briggs and stratton full start on it um it's something i'm gonna consider if i keep having issues because uh that idea came from todd scott and he he's definitely a, i think for i think that fix would be right up your alley yeah yeah i'm definitely looking into it um yeah it's much I, uh issues that i've been having lately it's crazy to keep throwing money at it but I, I don't know i think i got something else going on and uh, could be that back thing that i had to replace because my starter did that when i first got it too then i replaced that whole back end and since then nothing no problems what, so, how was yours failing what was it like it would, it would, or? it would shear the the little post would shear and then then it wouldn't you know be solid on there so i couldn't start it Gotcha, gotcha. So there's like a little pit or divot where it actually was supposed to, you know, be flat, but it was pitted. Yeah. Okay. So, so it, was a, it was a big, yeah, I know. It's a big chunk of money to get these things fixed, but they're yeah, not they're certified. Good. They're not certified flying aircraft. This is all experimental. 
Right. So when we go out and fly, it's not like, hey, you know, this is certified by anybody. This is like certified yeah. by us. Yeah. Crazy to think about that. Well, um, that's why we're not allowed to fly over people. This stuff might fall off. I know. I know. It's like, sorry, my motor just fell off. How crazy is that? Uh, tonight, guys, uh, ladies and gents, we are just going to be talking about paramotors and paramotor accessories. Or we can talk about propane and propane accessories. No, let's talk about paramotors. I like that much better. So, um, as always, we talk. Um, we introduce everybody on the panel. And if you want to be on the panel, just let me know in the chat. I'll send you the um, ID and passcode. And you can just join us. We're just going to be chatting for about um, an hour or so. Tonight, we're going to be talking with one of our panel members that decided to fly into some water without any floats. I'm sure that's going to be really interesting to hear about. And uh, one of our pilots went from a from a 80 cc motor to a 185 and thought holy smokes that's amazing so we got those things to talk about here in the future um anyways let's go ahead and introduce everybody we got brian hay bale waller what's up buddy how's it going everybody just got back from an awesome trip man and uh it is good to be home but it was a great trip uh, got a lot of stories to tell from the trip for sure uh, had some really cool experiences, made a lot of friends, met some cool people, and uh, mainly got a lot of flights in. I think I put 30 hours on my motor and, uh, you know, about the same amount of days. So it was good. Well, that's really awesome. And, and we talked a little bit before the show, too. You have you had a, a little scare, but you made it down okay. Do we want to talk about that tonight? Yeah, sure. I'll play the clip a little, in a little while. Uh, yeah, I had a gust front hit. We were going to check out some hot air balloons that were supposed to be in my local town, and uh, they weren't flying for good reason. And uh, we had a gust front hit us and had probably one of my sketchiest landings uh, ever. So ho hopefully it will always be my sketchiest landing, short of the hay bale crash anyway. <laughs> yeah, because kind of that hay bale crash was your sketchiest landing ever. Yeah, if you want to call that a landing. <laughs> hey, you, you landed. You were on the ground. You landed. <laughs> well, glad that you're all right, and I can't wait to to watch that that clip with you. We also got JP Tulo in the house. What's up, JP Tulo? Are also known as TikTok Tulo. What's up, guys? Happy to be here. So you're wearing a blue shirt and not a white shirt. What was that? What happened? Oh, uh, I got in trouble. Um, I needed to dress up and comb my hair. <laughs> um, myself presentable did you let them know that you know, let them know this is a podcast and we don't get but maybe 20 people that watch it anyway so you know i gotta be presentable i know right so you got any good tiktoks that um, made a couple million hits yet uh nothing new oh i did do something new yeah do you want to see something new it's kind of cute um i'm always about new and cute okay here we go not exactly parameter related, but uh, so you're gonna answer yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. You hear that ringing? Is, is that girlfriend water too tall? <laughs> no, no. Here we go. Can you hear the here sound? That there really isn't any sound. Let me, let me guess. There's a cat involved. Okay, here we go. Oh, uh, I, I, Ada. I, re I remember the um wait for it 
I lost it when I saw that on, on Instagram. Oh, it's right. <laughs> you struck the cat, man. Struck the cat. <laughs> nice. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. oh my God. JP, you are so <laughs> Boy, if I could do that with the dogs and have puppies, that would be so much nicer. <laughs> Why? Why is it? Why is it that kittens and puppies are so much cuter? Can't can't help it. They're just so adorable, you know. So you put this up a day ago, and how many hits you got? Not a whole lot. I don't. I don't know. Did you get a hashtag nap in there somewhere? I should have. I didn't think about it. Um, you probably would have got an extra million hits for that. I yeah, know, probably. right? Eighteen likes. I don't know. Not mm. a whole lot. Guess somebody was gonna have to go over to your TikTok and like that last one. Yeah, I need all the love. Two hundred and five views. That, that's. I don't know. My channel so, has been. I would so terrible. much get a, a cat if they didn't grow up. Yeah, if they didn't get up. Yeah, absolutely. That's what. I wish they would say kittens forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they yeah if they didn't have um. Uh, claws and they stayed small i would have cats too oh yeah. and if their pee didn't smell bad right yep yep that that's that'd be what? it if their, what? if their pee didn't smell bad oh. <laughs> man it's it's awful but you know they're adorable speaking about adorable we got will fly ppg uh welcome to the show buddy and uh you 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 went from a 80 to a 185 what what's yeah. that I went from an Adam 80 to a Moster 185 and got it all broken in and took my very first flight on it today. And uh, wow, <laughs> that's just all I can say. Wow, what a difference, man. And and how how much do you weigh? 150. So you weigh 150 pounds and you were flying the 80 and what, take like 10 steps to get in the air or what? Oh, more, more than that. Yeah, <laughs> more than that. Um, I, I don't know never counted them but i can tell you that within three or four steps with the moster i was in the air today that's awesome yeah well i'm i'm a big old fat boy so you know i i need a 185 for sure and uh um you got you got some clips you said that you're going to share today right i just have a, a 30 second clip of my first flight all right everybody stay tuned because we're gonna be showing that from willflyppg.com. We also got our Paramom, Paramom USA. If you want to be on the show, make sure you get up with her. And um, she has she has a famous son too that does something on Thursdays. I think what what's what's that all about? That's right. Wow, I didn't expect to be up. I thought, oh, we're going to do all you know everybody else, and then here I am. Um, actually, my son Robert Michaels, paraglidingtalk.com on Thursday night. Y'all come and hang out a blast we have fun we laugh make each other crazy and all that good stuff and i just gotta do a shout out to all my chatters tonight thank you so much for joining our show absolutely Love we appreciate all. that uh, my we're, family. Since, yeah. since we're talking about people in the chat let's go ahead and see who we got let me scroll back a little bit oh my goodness we got a lot of people in there Yay. john wayne aaron i angela Preslick is in the house Yay. mad slopper Okay, I didn't know about Mad Slopper. Slow Days, uh, Yankee, Yankee Paramotor, 
Uh, Flying Flamingo Jade, we're going to get up with her in just a moment. Randy Milstead, is your wife in here too? We got uh, Deweese. There you are, Deweese. We'll fly. We just chatted with him. Um, Let's see. A lot of people are chatting. Did I miss anybody? Did I miss anybody? Angela. Angela? Aaron. No, yeah, he said Angela. Did I? Okay, good. Susan. (laughs) Oh, Susan Ray. What's up, Susan Ray? All right. Good deal. We got a lot of people in the house. Welcome, everybody. Shannon Brooks in the house, too. Good, good, good. So welcome, everybody. Glad that you're here because, you know, shows without people would be really boring. Let's see. Who else do we have? Thank you, uh, Paramom USA, Linda Anderson. We also got Flying Flamingo Jade in the house. Welcome, Flying Flamingo Jade. She does a all-lady podcast on Wednesdays. Tell us about that. Hey, happy Monday, everyone. Um, This week, Wednesday, 7 p.m. Central, we have a young lady from Louisiana, and her name is Kaylin DuPont. Uh, She's her first year in college, and she's got a few flights, it sounds like, under her belt, and looking to hear about how she got into this, and it sounds like she's flying with her dad. And she trained with um, True, is it True North? True North. And her dad trained with Kyle O'Glee. Oh, cool. Well, all the people so that we know. That, yep. We're hoping with the storms um, that everybody's doing okay. I've been trying to keep in touch with my friends down in the south. And um, I was talking to Kaylin last night and... Haven't heard anything from her today at all, but she sounded optimistic that they were going to pull through okay where she's at in college. So that's good. Hopefully, hopefully everybody, sorry, hopefully everybody can join us on uh, Tuesday night also on Shane's show uh, and uh, my show on Wednesday night with uh, Shane's wife, Cupcake Krista. Well, good deal. Thank you so much for joining us. And yes, uh, definitely, we're we're all praying for everybody down there that's being hit by the hurricane. Uh, we're in Arkansas right now, and it just is really windy, and it's not a good day to fly, but not even close to what uh, those folks are going through right now. So our hearts are out to you, and we're definitely praying for you. We also got Pooh Bear, hashtag string life. What's that all about, buddy? Man, that's uh, coming into this this beautiful sport that you guys have, um, and it it hooks you. <laughs> it's like being on living on a thread, you know. Um, uh, it uh, eats you up. Now, one of the things that that we're doing is oh, and he's also a welder too. So what? Hey, Shane made it. That's awesome. What's up, bud? And uh, so PPG Pooh Bear is also a welder, and he's going to start welding up some uh, frames that we're that we're trying to put together and try to make uh, a safer paramotor um how long have you been welding michael 25 years so far plus most wow. of my life now if we can uh, get you to start doing some more paramotor stuff and some trikes we'll have a, a bunch of fun won't we oh yeah unlimited mm-hmm. fun absolutely glad that you made it here michael we appreciate you bud Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We got the other Nick. Oh my goodness. The other Nick is here. What's up, buddy? You're on mute. Okay. Now you're not on mute. Well, What's up, man? The other Nick. If you don't know the other Nick, he's 
not the Nick. He's the other Nick. <laughs> so what you up to, buddy? Water. What's that? Flying into the water. Yeah, yeah. I heard about uh, someone flying into the water. What? That would be what happened. What? That was you, huh? So what? What yep. happened? Trying to do foot drags too early into my uh, career, you should say. All right. Well, we're going to talk more about that later on, aren't we? Yep. Because you didn't have floats on, but your paramotor floated. It did. It floated. It did. Did. It floated me up. <laughs> That's a good thing. Awesome. Well, gl glad that you're here. We appreciate you, and can't wait to hear about that story. We also got never trust a skinny chef Shane in the house. What's up, buddy? I didn't think you were going to make it today. Well, I just got done flying, and uh, I'm trying this out to see if this will even work. I don't know if you guys can hear me or not, but I can hear you just fine. I am uh, at the family uh, farm up here in Ohio waiting for uh, Dave Purdens, which I plan to leave here, um, I guess, Thursday morning. And we'll be at Dave Purdens. Awesome. Well, um, we could hear you a little bit, but um, you started to uh, to robot out on us. But we're glad that you're here, buddy. Yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> he's yeah. He figures that you know. We're glad that he's here. <laughs> Since uh, he mentioned it, can we get a uh, a roll call for Perkins in the in the chat and then on the panel? I uh, will not make it to Purdens, unfortunately. Sean's not going to make it. Brian's not going to make it. J JP Sandy is, though. Out. JP's going to make it. Will's going to make it. Um, Jade's going to make it. Jade's going to make it. Eric's going to make it. Nick, you in? Can't make it. They got water, brother. Okay. They, gotta <laughs> they got water. <laughs> How about uh, in the chat? Anybody? Uh, Shoot, shoot me a shout out if you're coming in the chat. If uh, and if you guys see me there, please come up and introduce yourself. Uh, I'm always anxious to to meet people and you know tie the the uh, handles online to actual faces. So absolutely, I wish I could go. Um, just just Next can't year. make it. Yeah, yeah you well, know you can't make everyone. I I uh, I, I can relate to you know wanting so bad to but not being able to it's not realistic um i make as many as i can every year but you can't make them all it's so this yeah. is probably the closest one to me though so it's kind of like my home home flying if you will plus it's in ohio so it's awesome you know it's always going to be great flying weather i'm gonna i'm gonna have to make one in arkansas and um have a fly-in over here just because you know it's gonna be easier for me to make a fly-in than me to go out and fly at different fly-ins i just can't i'm just not i'm too old <laughs> to drive for 12 hours and not get any sleep and try to go it takes go fly. a lot out of you it takes it a does. lot out of you it throws you off your game you know you're not used to the you know the the uh, conditions, the area, it's, uh, it's, it's always, uh, interesting, you know, like, I know that's true. Well, we got a couple of good stories that we're going to be talking about tonight. Uh, first I want to say something real quick because I may have found something that, well, something that I liked, um, see if I can share that real quick. Um, does anybody have, uh, a air band radio, that you can talk to um, like uh, other airplanes. Does anybody have one of those? 
if you do, what kind do you have? Um, I had one before also. You said Brian has one? And um, you have, you have okay, who else has one on the panel? Anybody have a airband radio? Um, Will, Jay. Yes. Okay, y'all do? Okay. So I found this online on Amazon. It's um, only 164 bucks. Well, well, 165 um, on Amazon, and it works really well, and it also has Bluetooth. So this is what I got, and it works for 164 bucks. Um, what do you guys have, and do you like it? Is it Bluetooth, and what do they normally run? I've got an, an ICOM, which is what was suggested to me because. I don't know anything about really, and I still don't. Um, I use it very rarely. Um, I don't fly out of uh, towered airports often, and um, when I do, it's uh, I don't know. I, I I never got super into playing with the settings and stuff because once I'm up in the air, it's just so distracting. So I need to spend more time and get it dialed in just right because I do think it would be super useful to be able to tune into air traffic and you know all that sort of stuff if you're in that sort of area um do you yeah, do you use it for anything um i mean when you're in the air do you listen for for traffic um that's in your vicinity or that's what i've i've tried to use it for that and i always end up getting a lot more static than anything else and it's just like layering static the entire flight and it's probably something to do with the squelch um or some sort of setting on my helmet. I don't know. Um, and yeah, it. I don't know. I just found it super distracting, but I don't think that's the typical um, experience for most pilots. So uh, okay. take, take yeah. that for what it's worth. Yeah, I, I'm enjoying local traffic personally because um, I, had a, I had another one. It was, I think, ICOM but um, it didn't work and I had to send it back. Um, but anyway, this one is really cool because we don't have towers, but I'm in the middle of three different non-towered air, air, airports. And to hear what's going on between them um, seems to be uh, pretty darn cool, especially when I'm sitting on the ground, you know, kiting or ready to go take off or something. I, I know when traffic's gonna be coming in and where they're coming in from. And I didn't know that before you know, because they didn't have radio. So it seems like it works out pretty good. And uh, Brian, you go in and out of towered airports. Is that the reason why you have uh airband? No, no, uh, no, my dad flies experimental aircraft. And uh, so we, we need to be able to communicate. And uh, so I, I fly with the ICOM ICA6. And basically uh, it's an older version. They have a newer version of it out that has Bluetooth now. And uh, it's, it's a good radio. Dad and I can communicate clearly every time I'm near an airport that like uh, one of the uncontrolled airports that I'm at that are on a frequency like 122.8 or 122.9. Um, I typically will monitor the frequency. So I know when there's planes coming in to land, but I usually won't communicate with them um, unless I'm getting ready to you know, take off from that strip or something. I also fly with two meter radio. Um, some of my friends have them, some don't. And uh, it has FM built into it, so I like to turn on the jams every once in a while. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Hey, Sean. Yes. 
we have a comment in the chat. Uh, they want to know if you can share the, the Amazon link that you just uh, put up there. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And also, uh, Shannon Brooks says they use the uh, Rexcon. Um, Bluetooth really like it. She can put uh, the radio in her lap pouch and use Bluetooth on the helmet. Um, Aaron I, he uses a Bluetooth 2 meter, any tone brand. Aaron I says he's going to Purden's client, so awesome. Be sure to come see me, man. Um, Yankee says no, he's not going. Oh, uh, Brian, you got a shout out to Red and uh, the Greenhouse. Who was that? Oh, yeah, Angela. Angela, yeah. So try, try and not miss, miss the comments. Usually, I think uh, Shane is on top of this for us. Oh, Shane just said yeah. hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Yeah, he says that he, he can't, nobody can hear him on the Zoom yeah. meeting, so he'll, he'll be in the yeah. chat. Uh, before we move on from me on the radio issue, I, I will say that on my two meter radio, I've had multiple people that were able to communicate with me on the two meter radio. They said I had the clearest one. I'm running the aviator headset. Um, this is a Bayfang B A O F E N G radio two meter. It's a really good one. A friend gave it to me. Um, the aviation radio I have is it works good. I can understand my dad. Um, probably partly because it's, he's my dad and I can understand him better than other people. Right. But um, I have a really hard time understanding other pilots. Um, every time I'm at an airport, usually the best I can make out is runway two, four or something like that, or left-hand pattern. Um, typically everything else they're saying is, is I can barely understand a single thing. I can hardly make it out. I don't know if that's because I'm running the older radio. It's not Bluetooth. Mine is actually hardwired, both radios to the I headset. I would have thought that, that a hardwire would give you a clearer signal, you know, because yeah. I have the same issue, Brian. Same issue. Everybody else besides my dad on the aviation radio, I have a hard time understanding. Uh -huh. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's tough at airports, all right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I can't hear anything. I mean, I can't understand anything other than, you know, runway 22 or, you know, whatever runway they're on. But as far as everything else that they're saying, it's really hard for me to understand. Um, uh, but it seems I will like say that, yeah, that came in handy for me, too, though, because I would catch. Uh, I remember there was one flight in particular where I just heard uh, depart and uh, I knew. And then I saw a few minutes later there was a plane taking off. And just hearing, you know, departure over the radio was enough to, you know, have me keep my head on the swivel and know that there was going to be, you know, additional traffic in, in my area. So, it, you know, it, when you get back to the risk to reward thing of it, is it worth having static buzzing in my ears for an entire flight and having to set it all up just for that, you know, 30 second when I should be having my head on the swivel the whole flight anyways, you know? It's, uh, you know, so I, it's definitely something I want to look into and get set up better because I think if it's set up right, it's uh, an awesome tool. And uh, I like having cool toys anyway. So I think yeah. uh, there's, no, there's no downside to having communication. The better communication we can have with the ground, with other pilots, 
um, the safer everyone's going to be ultimately. And I think uh, as technology gets better and um, advances, it's just going to be easier and clearer. And uh, I can't wait for that. So when I want to talk with other people, I usually just call them. I don't. Yeah, yeah, I found that to be the most reliable. Yeah, and, and easiest. And this right here is great just because I can have that in one of my ears. And if I can hear, like you said, departure or, you know, runway or something like that, it's like, oh, okay, something's coming in or something's leaving. So, yeah, I like that too. Um, who else on the panel? Jade, you 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 run a uh, radio too because you're in and out of a towered airport. Is that correct? And you're on mute too, just so you know. No, we don't do towered airport. Um, Eric carries around the ICOM IC8A16. Uh, we got that when we started flying this last year and we have used it like just most recently at our local airport because we had a, a weeknight fly-in that we flew to and there was about 30 other planes that were flying in also. So we just give them a heads up that we're coming in. Um, Camping on weekends, we'll take it along and he'll, um, when we get permission to launch from the airport in a certain area of the fields that they want us to go in, he'll call us out. And um, we were in Door County, um, which is a big touristy area. Um, he just notified me that there was an airplane coming in. It was like five miles out. And within a couple minutes, I saw it coming and I just kind of kept going, getting out of its path of travel to the airport. So it's worked handy for us in a couple instances. Um, when we were down in Outer Banks also, we used it there also. Okay, that's pretty awesome. Uh, Ken Stamey, thanks for dropping 10 bucks in the super chat. He said, hello, Parafam. Um, do we have anybody else in here? Darren Locklear. Uh, never trust the skinny chef. Shane said he's going to be in the chat because we can't hear him, unfortunately. Sorry, buddy, but we appreciate you. CMA, honey. Um, who else is here? Mark H. PPD Trike Jockey is in the house. Bill H. Shannon Brooks. Um, John Wayne will fly. Paul Marzano. Did I get everybody that jumped in? I hope I did. If not, I'm sorry. All righty. We have 12 thumbs up and 20 people watching. Uh, we definitely appreciate the thumbs up. That always helps. Let's see. Um, who else in the panel uses a radio that wants to talk about it? Wait, just saying, just saying. Yeah. A nice shirt. My flamingo shirt. Will, like Will Fly uses a radio. I know it. He, he uh, Love it. I really want to hear his opinion on this. Yeah, I use the uh, the ICOM basically because that's just what I've always used in aviation. It's just kind of the go-to radio. Um, I don't have any experience with any of the others, but and I don't use it for any tower airports, but I do use it extensively for uncontrolled fields. And, and my home LZ is uncontrolled, and it's a busy little airport. So um, I my experience with that is that I have trouble hearing is not the, the a volume issue with me it's a clarity issue um and i i've been around flying long enough to pretty much it, it's a lot easier for me to 
fill in the gaps of what I hear, you know, I kind of know where the other plane is and, and kind of, and I'm expecting what they're going to say. I can kind of fill in the gaps, but that has been a problem ever since I started paramotoring is finding good, clear audio. Now you're GA also, right? You've flown regular airplanes. Yeah. And when you're in the cab of an airplane, those cups that you're wearing are, and the microphones are much better than the stuff that we have when we're flying paramotors, right? Oh yeah. I get, I got a you know, good pair of David Clark's and yeah, I have no problem with that. But of course I don't have a, a motor right behind my ears too, you know? So, uh, I, I, I know there's some others, some other, uh, I can't remember who it is right now, uh, coming out with another headset. And I've got high hopes that that will give me good clear PPG smoke. What right? is it? PPG smoke. smoke. Yeah. Yeah. They've been uh, researching and R&Ding. That really feels yeah. like years now. Yeah. Hey, well, will, your, your ICOM uh, AC, was it a, uh, 16 or AC6? ICA16. A16. Okay. That's a newer version of what I have. Are you on Bluetooth or are you hardwired? No. Uh, um, I was going to get the blue. Is that the ICA 16? It looks familiar. I don't know. It doesn't say. Yeah. Um, I was going to get the Bluetooth, but I was steered away from that because I guess there was a little bit of an issue and lag yeah. somehow. I don't know if it was a transmission or, or the receiving end, but I just got the regular. Uh, plus, it, I, I wanted the hard water because uh, I don't have anything Bluetooth on my setup. Yeah. I, I know you you get a good point on the engine inducing a lot of noise. It, it induces a lot of noise on all our electronic systems, whether it's the GoPro audio or any of the radios we're using. And I know somebody that actually strapped theirs to their foot and used a longer cable. What he's showing there? He's got the IC14. Yeah, okay. Hey, go ahead and show it again. So you got the ICA14, is that Bluetooth you said or not? No, it's just hardwire. And, and what, uh, what, is, what does that run you? This was, oh, I'd have to look it up. I think maybe, ooh, I got it on Amazon. I couldn't oh, tell you, it was so long ago. Just, just a ballpark figure. It's 200 maybe. Okay. Maybe not that much. I, it was, <laughs> let me get back to you on that. Yeah, that's that's no problem i was just curious about the ballpark figure like i said this one that i got here this rex rex rexon is um the cheapest one that i found Do you actually use that communicating with somebody another pilot yes and you yes. use it for bluetooth no I, I have no i've used it hardwire even though it is bluetooth i'm only using i'm using the hardwire it seems to be easier how about you brian both of mine are hardwired. Oh, okay. I thought you got straight, straight into the aviator headset. But the engine in my, uh, you know, on my motor, it definitely creates a lot of noise in the system. Because, um, you know, I, I've tested them all with the engine running and with the engine not running. It's a huge difference in the static. So if they could put the motor about five feet back, that would help tremendously. Yeah, it'd be. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah it's, it's an issue. I mean, for, for a lot of the different systems. So uh, I, I don't know. I, I find that if the motor is between me and the source I'm trying to communicate with, I, I can't talk to them. Even if I'm 
within a pretty close range. Um, if I'm turned to where the motor's behind me and the source by my dad and other plane is, is ahead of me, then uh, I have a couple miles of, uh, you know, communication there. So it's, it's definitely an issue. I'm, I'm looking at probably going to upgrade my radio myself just to get the newer version. You know, let me tell you what I actually, because, I mean, I've been doing this for so long with this particular radio um, that I, I don't even think think about it. But I take the radio, it's tethered, of course, I take it out of my pouch and I actually put the antenna underneath my leg to block yep. the static. Has anyone else done that? Huh. Yeah. No. I never thought about that. Yeah. And so yep. it, it, because as soon as I take off, man, it's like, you know, yep. just constant noise. But if I take the antenna and stick it underneath my leg, hey. <laughs> that's all that's not convenient <laughs> so, so my buddy james parker and, he, and he's on an adam 80 the noise in his was so bad i mean we put copper foil all over his spark plug wire and everything trying to get rid of it finally he, he had an ankle strap for his radio and a long cable and he had the radio that far away from the motor so i mean to basically put his leg out and he was able to get somewhat of a clear signal so the distance does make a make a difference 226 for the a14 is what i paid in 2019 yeah i think so. i paid 300 for the ica 16. um we got a yankee paramotor said please reiterate that there's a difference between the aviation band radios and the two meter radios now brian you have both can you tell us the difference yeah um well not totally um one says dual band FM transmitter, trans transceiver, and that is the two meter radio. All right. And then the other one is a VHF airband transceiver, ICA6. So it's the aviation radio. They, I mean, they operate on different frequencies. That's the difference. Do you have to have a license for the um, two meter? Negative. Okay. It's just for the ham radio part that you have to have a license, right? Yeah, it's my understanding if you're a high wattage ground operator that you, you need a license. Um, but if you're just a paramotor pilot and you want to land at a airport, you don't need a license to be able to communicate with other radios. Yeah, I, I know that um, uh, you're not you don't need a license to use an airband radio to receive or transmit if you're flying or if you're ready to take off, like, you know, at an airport, you just can't be like, you know, at your your house talking to people up up in the air yeah if you have a high wattage base station that's another story gotcha i hope that answered your questions yankee paramotor yeah i i think there's some i'm not really sure now but i thought you did have to have a license for the two meter it's gray i think um <laughs> That's the aviation radio that you require license on on the ground. The, on the, the ground, two meter, maybe. yeah. The, the the two meter is is what all the uh, instructors and students use it in schools, and so they don't they don't have any license for that. Yeah, I know with the aviation radio, you're well, you're licensed by rule. I mean, if you're operating an aircraft, but uh, well, yeah, okay, it's interesting. I gave up on two meter radio a long time ago because I got tired of saying what did you say what was that what did you say so i just kind of gave up on it 
you can only ask someone to repeat something so many times before you feel kind of ridiculous, you know, <laughs> and yelling, it doesn't help. <laughs> no, that's why I said, if I'm going to talk with somebody or communicate, the, the phone seems to be the easiest way. Um, also the Bluetooth um, headsets, you know, like the, um, um, what it, like the motorcycle ones that you can put in the helmets, they can communicate on intercom too. So you can just, you know, have a bunch of people on intercom and that seems to work, but I don't know. I think calling seems to be the easiest. What do you guys think? I haven't had great luck with the uh, the intercoms on the Senna. Like, it's there's supposed to be this awesome mesh system and yada yada, but it's just always so staticky. And yeah. I think our motors cause a lot of issues with, like we're saying, not just uh, audible noise but electronic noise because of the vibrations and the. Uh, I don't know how to explain it, but does an electric paramotor fix all those issues? I think it would help. I think it would. Didn't even uh, think about that. I wish I would have brought my my or or would have connected everything when I flew that electric paramotor. Maybe I need to refly and retry with electronics. That might be mm -hmm. something to think about. Yeah. Hey, Todd said something in the chat that was really interesting. He said they are operating under FCC carve-out obtained by USHPA. I would sure love for him to expound on that. Who is yeah. that? Uh, Yankee Paramotor. Let me anyway, go ahead. Anyway, uh, Yankee, is there any way you can hop on the, the show and... Uh... Enlighten us. You seem pretty knowledgeable about this stuff. Yeah, let me let me drop the uh, the ID and passcode in the chat real quick. And before I do that, because we get some weird people that are watching this, I need to add in our waiting room. So the waiting room is now on. So when you um, log in. I will be able to see you. So here's the meeting ID and passcode. If you want to jump on and talk with us, um, please do so. And we'll let you Nick, in. Nick Griffith says he has the Cena and a Rexon 530. He doesn't have issues. He's got it with a top 80. So I think the top 80 doesn't vibrate nearly as much as the muster. Um, Well, I mean, I've flown the Adam 80 long, long enough to know how it performs as far as radio goes. Oh, that's right. That's right. It'll be interesting to, to see the difference. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you have or have not had any issues with the Adam 80 with a radio? I, Will? I have. I you absolutely, have? Absolutely have. It's always been a problem for me. Is it just because of the 80s or yeah. Why? I don't I don't know. I mean, I've only flown the, the one motor. So um, I've done everything. I mean, that I could imagine that you could imagine to try to resolve the issue from putting those ferrites all over everything. You know, those little magnet uh, mm -hmm. clip ons that go around that. I think that did help a little bit, but uh, it didn't resolve the issue. And from what I understand, I've been told that my transmission is crystal clear it's just my reception that's uh it's just kind of garbled you know it's just not clear 
I wonder if you use like noise canceling headsets. Like I've been using the Bose noise canceling headset and that is a world of difference. I can hear so much better than I could before on anything else, even the Senna. You're when you did uh, remember you did that show where you popped on um, you were you were actually flying. Right. Yeah. yeah. That was that was just the re- that, was, that was just the regular earbuds that came with my iPhone though. Since since then, I've used the uh, Bose noise canceling, which to me on my side, as far as like hearing things much better. But yeah, as far as transmitting, um, you guys heard it like I was like, like I was in front of a computer. You didn't even yeah. hear the motor, right? Mm-hmm. It, it was a real good connection, real good quality. Interesting. Yeah, see, Nick says that in, in the chat, he says, we were flying together. He says your transmission was great the other day, slightly static, but not much. So, huh? Interesting. Well, if we get uh, Yankee Paramotor on here, we'll definitely have him chat. Um, if not, we got a couple of things that we wanted to talk about, and it's already quarter of uh, eight on on my side. Will, since you're on here, do you want to talk about your um, flight with the 185 and um, maybe share your your flight with us? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I would like to give a shout out to Darren Locklear and Alan Surratt from Carolina PPG. One of the things that I wanted to I, I wanted to have the Moster and the the new motor before Dave Purdens, because I knew there were going to be people uh, there at Purdens that could actually help me out and give me tips if I needed to and and stuff like that. Long story short, he freaking got my motor here in two days. (laughs) So so thank you for that. But um, I was a little nervous, to tell you the truth, of making the transition from, you know, the Atom to the Moster because of that extra power, you know. Um, more, more, more so than that, do you notice the extra weight when you're getting ready to set up and all that? Is it so much heavier? It, it, I do notice it, but primarily yeah. because I did the break-in, the, you know, the break-in literality, I did that all on my back. So mm. yeah, I noticed that, but, uh, it is by far much easier to have the extra weight and take three or four steps and be in the air than it is to have something that weighs less and have to run five times further or 10 times further. So I've only had one flight and thus far I'm sold. And I really wish I would have done this a long time ago. Yeah, that's very interesting that you said that. Um, I know that you tried to climb some altitude also and you couldn't keep up with Shane, is that correct? With your 80? Oh, Shane, watch out, brother. (laughs) I forgot about that, yeah. (laughs) um you want me to share the uh little 30 second clip i have of my launch absolutely yeah yeah Yeah, i just did that i just did that tonight uh it's set up here yeah i dropped the um id and passcode to you know um you have to open up zoom if you want to join us zoom.us if you don't have an account already just make an account and then drop in that id and passcode and uh wait for me to let you in the uh the chat or 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 the room whatever you want to call it so join us anytime that you want to yankee paramotor did respond in the chat he said that they i get from what i understand they have five uh frequencies that they can use 
I, I don't know where it is in the chat right now. It's covered up, but let me share this here. Okay. I think he's trying to get in here. I don't think he's super familiar with it. He doesn't do it a whole lot. He said he was coming. All right, you ready? Yeah, absolutely. So what motor or, I mean, what frame do we have and what are we using? Okay, so this is the uh, Power to Fly Titan with the Moster 185. And the same wing I was using with the Atom is Macura, Colorado. What size? Yeah, At 23. 23, that's like a country wing? Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm a little, with the Atom 80, I, well, even with this motor, I'm still a little light on it. But uh, I, I love that wing. I really do. So here we go. Count the steps. How much wind are we talking? <laughs> no, that wasn't even full power. <laughs> wow. I can't wait to get Look at that climb. <laughs> wow, dude. Oh, yeah. That's I, awesome. The, the whole freaking time I'm climbing like that, I'm just like, oh man, I was just, I was just ecstatic, you know? Because normally to get that altitude, I got to work for it, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, man. So how long did it take you to get to a mile? Oh, no, this is still part of the break-in, you know, you go out for 30 minutes. Yeah, I'm going to find out, though. Uh, at first. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, that's it. Hey, there's Todd. Todd, all right. I had to put you on mute because um, you were echoing. Um, let's see. Um, so that was awesome, Will. Um, definitely awesome. Um, That's awesome, man. So how long did it take you to get to a mile? Oh, no, this is still... It's not me. I'll, I'll do that. Todd, Todd, can you mute your uh, YouTube? Yeah, Todd, you got to mute your YouTube. The uh, playback. We ain't quite running at light speed yet. There's a little bit of the delay, so we hear each other. So you trying to uh, go to a mile up at Curtin's, uh, you said, Will? Oh, yeah, or higher. Yeah. Now that I got something to, you know. I'll go up with you. All right, man. I told uh, Jade and Eric I need I have a list of people I need to get wing tip bump pictures for my Instagram, and you're one of them. Hey, man. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've never done that yeah. before. Okay, let's we'll, we'll definitely do it then. Right on. Let's see. I think I already got one of those. Oh, wait. This is the picture. Oh, yeah. There it is. Yeah, I got Boom, one. There it is. Uh, yeah, we got a couple at uh, that's not even the one from um, this year. That was at uh, where was that? Suwanee, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've gotten quite a few ever since then. Mm -hmm. I've, had a I've had a couple that were uh, all right, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that was one of them, wasn't it? That picture. Yeah, before then you didn't know legs sideways. Yeah, no, yeah, did I, I didn't know about scissors and yeah. So uh, that one the Well, so we, go ahead, Brian. So, so Will, uh, you know, all in all, man, you know, supposedly there's like a hundred and thirty pounds versus hundred and seventy pounds of thrust between the two different engines. 
I mean, do you feel like you're on a rocket ship, man, or what? I feel like freaking Superman. Seriously. I mean, I, I you guys are used to flying mosters, and it, it's just – don't get me wrong. The Atom 80, it's fuel efficient. It's quieter. It's lighter. You know, but uh, I, I wanted something a little more powerful, and I'm sold. Absolutely. Yeah, you're going to be ripping some massive wingovers, man. You're going to be burning like six, seven liters of fuel an hour before you know it. Um, <laughs> dude, I'm just excited to get to 2,000 feet. <laughs> so I'll start there with my way up. <laughs> the, 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 the fun meter is going to go way up, but the fuel <laughs> meter is going to go way down. So with the eighty, with the eighty, how what's the highest uh, altitude you're able to reach? Oh. Four thousand eight hundred feet. Yeah, four thousand nine hundred and fifty is all I could. Reach. Okay. But John Wayne, he did go up to a mile, so uh, it could have been a tuning issue or or whatever. What what fuel efficiency do you uh, do you get typically on the or you know, how much fuel do you use per hour on the mosters? On on with me with my big fat butt, I can probably get about two two and a half hours on five gallons. Okay, well, speaking liters, I don't speak liters. <laughs> like eight, 18 liters, nineteen liters, I think. Okay. When, when I started hey, flying my booster, I, I was four and a half liters an hour starting out. Just take off, cruise around, you know, taking it easy, no wingovers. No aggressive climb outs. And now I'm easily six, six and a half liters an hour that I'm burning. Just right, because, because you're more aggressive or yeah, it's just it's just the way you fly. I mean, you're doing more climbing, you're ripping more wingovers, you just you're in the throttle more. And uh it makes a big difference. Um yeah, I mean six and a half liters an hour. I've heard of people doing even worse than that, versus what on your Adam 80, you were getting what, two and a half liters an hour? No, not that good. No, it's more okay. like three and a half. Three and a half? Maybe three and a half. Again, depends so you on can... how aggressive I am with the throttle. So you I could have flown three, three hours. Anybody else right. says, Will, is, Will, you my Superman. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> Let me tell you, if, if I would have had the lack of power on my landing that on this gust front, I would have smacked into the ground. If, if I would have not had the power of the Moster 185 uh, to climb out when I hit that sink, uh, I'm pretty sure I would have been okay, but I would have been getting up out of a peanut field. Yeah. Um, do you want to tell us about the gust front and show the video and let us know what happened? I mean, I'm, I'm excited. This is cool. Yeah. So, all right. So I had a, I've had a couple of interesting experiences lately on the paramotor. When I was flying, one of my first very flight in Pennsylvania uh, with an instructor up there, Chris Oker, and uh, we took off and we got in the air and uh, a gust front hit us and I, it took me a few attempts to land and my wing was doing wingovers without me wanting to do it and uh, I finally was able to get down. And at that point, I thought that that was uh, my roughest, uh, kind of sketchiest landing. So let's see if I can pull this up right here. Uh, share screen. I'm gonna try sharing the sound to start with. Y'all let me know if you see black squares. Oh, nope. wrong nope. one. Wrong screen. I'm getting my popcorn ready to watch this movie. 
All right, here we go. So I had already at this point taken, uh, you know, we, we, we took off and we were going to go fly with some hot air balloons, which didn't fly because they weren't in the air. And I took a wing collapse on the right side and I, I'm turning around at this point. I'm just trying to get back and land. Going in by landing, screw that. I think he's coming in behind me. <laughs> Breathe, okay? Yeah. yeah, so this is this is an airport close to home. About a 15 minute drive for me. It's a few oh. thousand. Gus front. Shit. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Where are your trims at, Brian? The trims were at neutral at this point. Oh. White line or the red line or whatever. Red line Take in off. the middle on the Spider 3. Yeah. Look at that grass. You're not so even you'll see, forward I'm not going forward. I'm not going forward. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> this please, looks please go away Gus Fry look at those trees man this looks super soft though right there you just uh, like a butterfly oh man, it down. man. Wow. wow awesome landing wow so yeah, it was a little sketchy. Um, you know, luckily it was a wide open area. The it was perfectly flat. Both sides of the flat runway were a very soft, you know, uh, crop of peanuts. Um, I thought for sure that I was gonna, you know, maybe damage some gear, but I I got lucky, I guess. I'm not lucky. I just kept flying it until I got the right opportunity to land and never you know, stop flying yeah you, you fly right? you fly fly it to the ground and uh yeah. as, as you can see i was all over the place just trying to get anywhere near the runway um when i finally was able to i was looking down at the grass and before i was looking at the grass and the trees they're waving around and when i was looking at the grass at the time i landed i noticed that it was all slicked over so it's kind of smooth laminar turbulence or whatever you want <laughs> Anyway, so I was able to just drop it down and uh, and land it. I killed that wing, man. I, I knew I had to pull that right brake hard and turn into the wing, and it did exactly what I wanted it to do. Thank goodness I had some decent training on that, on how to kill the wing of the trike. But, uh, I think you created a new term there, laminar turbulence. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> it is now. I love it. So you got some laminar turbulence now 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 here here's something for people that are new to the sport and listen that they do get into something that we just saw right here with uh with brian uh fighting a gust front um how would you explain to do something like this to someone new if they get caught into this uh gust front laminar <laughs> Are you, is that question for me? Because that, that that question is for you. How I mean, you did it. 
So did you check your trims to make sure that there are certain setting? And then when you landed, no. what would you do to, 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 to kill your yeah, wing? So, so I, I got into some nasty air and I, I knew to be safest on the wing. I had already, I, basically I, I got into some turbulence and then I felt my right hand go slack. I took a, a, a collapse on the right side of the wing. And after that, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm headed back. And at, at the point where I was headed back to the runway, um, in this process, I knew I'm coming in for a landing and I want to do it the safest way possible. I put trims neutral. And uh, so the whole time I was trying to land, I was trim neutral. I was off tip steer. No, I was still holding tip steer because I'm in the habit of holding them now. They're not tied in. Uh, so I'm, I'm trims neutral, holding brakes and uh, tip steering. And I'm active piloting the whole time. You're filling the wing. You know, by active piloting, you've got some brake pressure applied to both sides and you're filling the wing. And when you, there was times when I hit the gusts and I just went straight up 20 or 30 feet, you expect the sink to come afterwards. And there was one time that the sink came and I was full throttle pulling brakes and it climbed out just in the nick of time. Um, so you, you got to fly it to the ground. I mean, you got to fill the wing and, you know, and, and don't commit to landing until it feels right. And, and then when you do commit, you commit, kill that wing as quick as possible. Now, as soon as you touched down, did you kill your engine or did you keep it on or what? I killed the engine as quickly as possible. Because you, you never know if you're going to get tipped over. Um, actually, you know, it's funny you should ask that because my engine kill switch just quit working the flight before that one. And I flew anyway because I have a secondary kill switch fired in parallel. So instead of the kill switch on my hand killing my engine, I had to reach down and hit the little toggle switch that I installed on the JR to kill my engine. So it's not as quick and handy, but uh, I was prepared for it. It wasn't a big deal. Now, when you killed your wing, how did you kill your wing to keep it from, uh, you know, pulling you back and turtling and just dragging you back down? So you pick, if you're going straight into the wind, pick one way, left or right, you're going to kill it. And uh, you, you always want to kill it um, all the way to the one side or another and then turn into the wing. Ultimately, you want to end up where you're facing the wing and the wing is downwind of you. So it, it can't pull you over sideways and uh on the trike and that's how a lot of injuries happen on trikes well glad that you uh made it that was an awesome video i can't wait to see the actual youtube video of it and uh that that was that was pretty scary man yeah you know i have to be honest with you it was a little fun um I saw Kyle Lee land in some of those gusty conditions. I saw him do some backwards landings and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. It, you know, it, it was a little scary. I, it was one of those situations where I was definitely the pilot in the air wishing I was on the ground. But, it, you know, once, once I got on the ground, the adrenaline was going, and it, it was, you know, it, it was it was exhilarating. I'll put it that way. I was, I'm glar it turned out like it did. It looked like it was. Jim Star 120 in the chat said trimming out – might be a consideration. Have you thought about trimming out to get more pen penetration or were you worried about your wing collapsing in such um, high wind? Um, 
you know, I'm flying a hundred percent loaded on my spider and I've, I had a full tank that day. So I was probably about 100, 203% loaded on my wing uh, when I did take that wing collapse on the right side. But that was because of the gust. Uh, you, you, you always got to wonder, though, when you do the math, that that 2 or 3% weighted overload uh, had anything to do with it. I know plenty of people that fly 120, 130% loaded on their wings all the time. Um, so, you know, just the engineer, engineer in, in me, wants to, to overthink those things, but, but yeah, you know, th those things happen and those were the conditions. Um, so you, you take what you can from it and learn from it. Well, we definitely appreciate your insight on such a, would you call it a laminar gust, gusty laminar winds? That's pretty Laminar cool. turbulence. Laminar turbulence. Yes. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. <laughs> Well, it looks like we lost a bunch of people because uh, we've been on too long. Um, it's a little bit after eight o'clock. Uh, anybody have any more stories they want to share or are we ready to go ahead and GTFO? Yeah, GTFO. I am going to put something in the, uh, the chat here regarding the frequencies, the link that discusses that. Um, Todd said that uh, Yankee Paramotor said that he didn't have enough bandwidth to download the new Zoom, but he did give me the he pointed me in the right direction so there's awesome the awesome do we hit do we have any questions in the chat or is everybody good i really i really enjoyed this uh this get together tonight you know talking about the stuff and talking about you know the, the comms. i love monday nights i love tuesday nights i love wednesday thursdays and sunday nights it's just Awesome. I really enjoy these shows. I really do. Me too, Sean. Me too. You guys, everybody, everybody's my para family. And yeah, I look forward to every night we have our shows and hanging out. I, I love it. And watch. Does anybody know? Good. Does anybody know what? If there's going to be a show tomorrow night, Skinny Chef Shane is uh, in, in kind of a uh, moderate signal area. It's his show. It's Ohio, Brian. You know how that is technology. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think everybody knows that on yeah. Tuesday nights we have uh, Never Trust oh, Skinny Chef Shane's uh, show. We may not have it because of uh, signal and stuff, but you can always find him over at ppgshane.com. On Wednesday nights, we have an all-female cast with Flying Flamingo Jade at paramotorgirl.com. And uh, Thursday, there's something going on. But I, what, what was that? Thursday, something. What, what's that on Thursday? Paraglidetalk.com. There we go. Awesome. <laughs> I, always, I always got Linda to do it, you know, for, for her to say paraglidingtalk.com. <laughs> Robert says it better, but yeah. Yeah, he does. Awesome, awesome show coming up on Thursday. So you don't want to miss it. Don't want to miss it. Anyways, by the way. Eric Lear says there will be a show tomorrow night. Whoa. So, oh, I wow. like that. Well, Eric spoke then. Yes. Yeah, if Eric says it, it must be true. Where, wait, wait, wait. Where was Eric tonight? I mean, I saw beautiful Jade, but where was Mr. Lear hiding out tonight, Jade? He's working on some stuff for girls just want to fly. Oh, okay. He's... So he's like your assistant, huh? You're the boss. You're the manager. He's like the assistant manager. Right. I love it. That's Girl awesome. Rock. 
girls rule. That's it. I'm going to say. I am the low paid employee. <laughs> child labor. I don't feel like. I don't feel. I'm like Robert. I'm the PR, but it doesn't mean payroll. Okay. I try, but I, I'm still waiting. I'm like, Eric, okay. with that labor of love. Show I'm not me the, the money, P Robert. Show me I, the money. I'm not a PR. I'm a peon. Peon. <laughs> <laughs> No, we, uh, we're we're doing some stuff here for uh, Jade, and there's oh 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 nice. Girls just gonna fly. So so bring a fist full of singles. Um, nice. I'll bring fives and tens. All right, can we see that sign again real quick? I'll I'll put you on spotlight so we can see it. <clears throat> Stickers Ooh. five, large twelve. Girls just awesome. want to fly. Girls shirt sizes ML. Nice. What? Why? Why are you yelling at me? I, yeah, shirts got fixed. I, I love my shirt, by the way. I really do. I think you should have stuck with that because it's I like think Blakers edition. I thought about wearing it tonight. Right. <laughs> it's a limited production. But then, then I. I decided better of it. I decided I want to remain friends with. Uh, Aaron. <laughs> Thank you, I think it was awesome. I really loved it. I love my shirt from. I love I love both my shirts. I got I got two shirts from Jade. This is the best from Flying Flamingo. They are they oh, are really warm. I know they're really so warm, so I can't wait for yeah. winter because I'll be yeah. flying in that during the winter time. And I, I ordered a shirt for Mark for Mark last night from yesterday or whatever. So I'm pretty excited. I'm supposed to get it tomorrow. Mark McElroy from Yeah. Yes, I know. I, I like com. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I got it. I ordered a shirt from him, so I should get it tomorrow. I'm super I, I tend to remember people's uh, dot coms more than anything else. <laughs> I know. I know. I don't know why. Yeah. I know we do. It's like Mark, yeah, dot com. That's it. Yeah. 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 Well, this has been a really fun show. Um, hopefully, we. Oh, we'll see what's going on next week. This is. Is this the thirtieth already? Like of August, like yeah. last Monday of August. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So this is episode eighty-six, and th that means that we'll have episode one hundred. November or December 6th on that Monday, that first Monday of December, we'll hit episode 100. That's exciting. And then it, and then on uh, January 1st, New Year's, we're going to be on our third season. Uh, oh, my gosh. I can't Where, believe that. Where's the time going, guys? No. This is crazy. Oh. JP, are we doing the group shot tonight, or are we just oh, yeah. not? Okay. Well, we should have done that before where we had everybody. I, 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 even, <laughs> I even messaged JP and I said, don't forget. Well, you know I that forgot. we can always go back to, you know, um, earlier and take a screenshot okay. of uh, that. everyone that uh, was in. Future. Yeah, that everyone that was here originally. Um, let's see, it is uh, 811. And we don't have anything to give away unless you want some stickers. If you do want some stickers, go to clearproptv.com, fill out that little form right there, and we'll send you out some free stickers just 
Yeah. Re real quick, just for uh, ready. One, two, everybody <laughs> smile. Jade, Eric, perfect, excellent. <laughs> gotta breathe. Gotta I love breathe. It. I love it. Wait, wait, where was Tommy tonight? Dang it, I missed my peeps. What the heck, Tommy? I don't know. He hasn't been on our yeah. show for a while. He's been working a lot. So yeah, sure. I think that he finally gets home about, you know, halfway through the show. He's probably watching it, but just, you know, falling asleep, yeah. listening to it. But we yeah. love you, buddy. We miss, we miss you, man. He's, he's our tow operator on the weekends when we have our tow clinics. We got a, a scooter oh, cool. tow and uh, it's really fun. I enjoy working with Tommy. Um, I wish that you guys all lived closer so we could hang out more. I really enjoy hanging out with you guys over at the, uh, at the um the fly-ins i wish that there was more locally that everybody could come over here and hang out with no <sighs> yeah no so anyway anybody have anything else to say that they want to talk about or hey i have a quick question for you people i pulled up one of my youtube videos and noticed that there is a commercial in the middle of it which I thought I had to okay that. Yeah. Um, I see the same crap on mine, dude. I don't have ads turned on. Yeah. Like, if I'm not making money from that, I don't want ads in the middle of my videos. What's, what's, it, guys, could, what's it could, it could be because um, you have a song or something on your, on your thing that somebody has claimed claim? copyrighted. Oh, so, yeah. I have lots of copyright claims. That could be it for me. Yeah, John Wayne just sent us nine ninety nine in the super chat. Thank you very much, sir. We appreciate you. you. How long is your video? Cowboy. Uh, is it over know. ten minutes? No, it's like twenty nine seconds. It's Wait. maybe because you're putting cats in dryers. <laughs> 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 public service announcements. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. Oh lordy. Oh lordy! See how I hang with you guys. And my are, are the ads? Are the ads that they put on it are for like dryer sheets or something like that? I'm just curious. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> or funny. or or cat litter. I don't know, right? Cat litter, dryer sheets. It could be any of those. Oh my god! Yeah, pretty much. Huh? That's funny. All I right, never thought of that. I never thought of that. Oh my gosh! You gotta be careful what you put on there, JP. It could get a little bit weird, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Kel, uh, Kelby Cox, no, no after show. Um, uh, too many people are flying. It's like, uh, you know, nice to go yeah. fly in summertime. Now, we'll probably start doing more after shows when it gets darker sooner, less people are flying, yeah. wintertime, cold, which reminds me real quick cold winter who goes flying when it's cold winter time and how cold um do you fly i mean me personally at 32 degrees i don't fly anything lower than that i, I tried 29 degrees and only flew for 20 minutes my hands even with electric gloves were so numb i could barely even um uh, land so uh, i think i'm comfortable at about 40 degrees and up with electric gloves. How about you guys? Yeah. yeah flying Flamingo Jade, nine degrees so far. Burr. 
I live in Alabama, man. We don't have winter. We have summer, long summer, and then a little bit of spring in the fall. <laughs> now, I've flown at 39 degrees, and it was way colder than I wanted. Yeah, I got cold weather gear, but for, um, anybody else fly when it's really, really cold, or are you guys just summertime? I did uh, my limit, or my uh, record is same as Jade's at nine degrees. Um, I found uh, electric gloves are an absolute must. Um, don't even think about doing it because your digits being up like this with the blood already dropping down out of them the, and the airflow going right there, it just blasts that cold air with the wind chill and everything. It's blasting your fingers. If you don't have some serious hand protection, don't even try because uh, uh, the first time I tried it, was it like 25 degrees and i thought i was going to lose my my hands i had to make almost an emergency landing (laughs) that day yeah it was uh kind of scary Um, you don't have to wonder if your battery's died in your gloves yeah yeah you got to be careful for that too well i guess you need your hands to pull the brakes on landing and you need your feet to run so Mm -hmm. you know staying warm is important Absolutely. Necessity. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to have to design better gloves that are more wind resistant because all the gloves that I've got that are electric, the air just flows right through and it's, you know, freezes me, even though I got the electric gloves on. Mm-hmm. I had to put the, um, the, like the, um, those gloves, you know, the latex gloves, gloves over the top, but uh-huh. they always seem to rip and some, yeah. Fit. Um, somebody last year, God, who was it started to make some gloves that went over the gloves that were, um, wind resistant, but the extra, extra large that I got barely didn't even fit over my gloves. So that didn't even seem to work. Darn it. Um, anybody have any, I don't know, uh, tips or tricks when it comes to staying warm in the wintertime? Good gear. thick gear that really sucks when you're trying to does anybody have any problems wearing gloves and trying to launch yeah i mean it's it's a total trade-off i mean you can get the glove the heated liners which are the thinnest and put some sort of windbreaker type liner over that but everything you do is a loss of dexterity and uh i mean you could drop your brake on accident don't even realize it not naming the names might have done it but uh yeah i mean you you can it's a problem you know the the more gloves you put on you can't even get your hand in the throttle anymore using hand warmers jump in the car and head south fly a tandem bring a shoot oh bring a cute girl david ruff (laughs) (laughs) sean nasker says electric uh heated yeah try ski gloves to lose i will say Goggles, yeah. Goggles are because your face is the next thing to go. Um, I would say after your hands, your face and your neck, very important. Um, I would say, though, uh, I learned to fly in the spring slash summer. And I, you know, flew multiple times a week that that whole first uh, year. And then when winter came, I was still, you know, like a crackhead you know, not willing to not fly just because it was cold. 
and uh i was still flying multiple times a week you know in uh in the teens you know fahrenheit temperatures and i found that flying with gloves on and big bulky gear and getting good with all that gear on made it made me that much better once i took all the gear back off if you're able to figure it out without that dexterity once you get that dexterity back it, it's like cheating almost you know like uh that would that was a big thing for me is after that first winter of flying going back into the summer you know with a t-shirt and shorts on and having my fingers back it was like oh my god it's so easy now you know and, yeah uh, so. my fingers seem to be the only thing that gets really cold everything else is tolerable yeah. it gets cold but my mm -hmm. fingers when i lose when i lose this i, I well you, you can't fly and that's you can't, something else can't i would break. say if you're looking into electric gloves make sure you get electric gloves that have the heating elements that go down the fingers and not just in the palm yeah. because oh, yeah. that makes a huge difference because yeah you this is where the blood flow is gonna you're gonna get the coldest on your tips and if you're just heating your palms you know it helps because you know it has to go through your palm to get to your finger but still if you can get yep. the, el just the elements tips. that just tip just tip just tip tip touch too low Ching -ching. yeah yeah <laughs> TTT. TTT. TikTok Tulo. TikTok Tulo. T cubed. TTT. You'll find him on Instagram. Yeah. I think that's the next thing I need to probably do is try to make some gloves that stay warm no matter how cold it gets, even at nine degrees. Um, I got those face masks and stuff that I can put on and I got, you know, that cold weather running gear that I can put on underneath, you know, that that uh, Nike stuff. Man, I, I don't get cold anywhere, but. Okay, well, so for... how about this? Everybody's flying with air-cooled engines. What about a liquid-cooled engine? Oh. That you know where the cooling comes from? Your body, because it's heating your suit Ooh. Like, a, like a cosmos a cosmos is liquid cooled and if you could circulate that uh yeah. don't get, get one of those, those those old astronaut suits that has all the yeah. tubes going throughout it man you fly with that as your flight suit just saying i mean yeah. if you want to <laughs> fly the north pole hmm. I, I think we got something here boys Mm -hmm. Who was the guy that flew to the top of Mount Everest? Royalties paid to pptbrian.com. Hey, you're the engineer, Brian. Necessity <sighs> is the mother of invention. I'll tell you that. And if you have to stay warm, you'll figure out how the hell to do it. Uh, that's yeah. all I'll say. That's right. You tell him, hey, Bell. Right. Well, stay warm. You better figure it out. <laughs> I think we're gonna have to figure out a, a way of doing that with the trike because the trike with a, uh, a liquid cooled four stroke would be a safer uh, motor. And of course, you're sitting down, so you know you don't have to worry about that extra weight and the tubes going in and around uh, into your space suit to keep everything warm. Why, why not? Well, okay, on a trike, why can we not enclose the trike and keep the cab warm? 
Is that oh something? That, I mean, is that something that's possible? <laughs> I can't imagine. I mean, is that possible? Yeah, you're taking away everything that's great about. You know. like in a bubble, like. Sean Nasser like, in the chat says he's going to end up cooking myself like a chicken in my soup. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, you're right. You're going to get to a point. It's going to be a completely different. It's like, I smell like I smell like chicken tonight. <laughs> oh that my. could happen. That could very well happen. I guess we're going to have to figure out something to. To be able to do, yeah. If yeah, um, Nick Nick uh, said if you can do it, if it's under two hundred fifty four pounds, then yeah, why not? John Wayne says it's called an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that right. Yeah, that's called an airplane, but yeah, you know when it's cold out, you know, for the people that want to fly when it's cold, uh, you know, maybe maybe a trike that's uh, enclosed, encapsulated, that has oh my god. Uh, a heated wow. cab, I think that might work, you know. It is kind of sad. They, they do make them, they, they do make them. Oh, yeah, Usually experimental aircraft and uh, you know, sport pilot's license needed at a minimum. What, what, but having an enclosed if it's under 254 pounds, we can still fly it under FAR 103. Oh, yeah, yeah, but the ones I'm thinking of are not under that weight limit, huh. That might be that might be something I need to look, look into, especially before winter comes around. See, that could be as winter rolls in, whatever. Then on our one of our shows, right? We can talk about how do we freaking stay warm up in the air. I'm writing. I'm I'm going to write this you down because Wisconsin, you drive to Florida <laughs> and then you fly. That's true. Now wait a minute. Florida, is it flyable year round, even during the wintertime? Oh, hell yeah. Really? What's the coldest oh, that it gets to? Like, um, you know, December, January. Well, they'll have freezes. Um, you know, uh -huh. they, they will have some freezes, but that, you know, they're not very common. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's, I would say almost year round is flyable. The worst part about Florida is the middle of the summertime, it's just so hot. Right. But as soon as you get up in the air, like two, 3,000 feet, it's like an air conditioner. But then when you have to go down, then. Well, we don't want to go down. Now, like downtown, yeah. like hit the ground. You know what I mean? It's just like when you're going altitude. You know? I'm just thinking about this enclosed cockpit thing. I mean, I mean, is there a way of doing it? I mean, I want. I love flying, right? I love flying. Anytime I get you the chance. You need to invent something. You can be rich. I don't think that you're going to be rich for having like. You a, never know. You never know. Just saying. Huh. You never know. Oh, guys, it could happen. Something to think about for sure. Well, if you guys can think of any way of making a enclosed cockpit, if you're foot launching, I definitely want to know. Um, triking that kind of makes sense. It's like a fusel fuselage. I mean, it's just like an airplane. You could do that. You might, well, you might as well like fly a golf cart because live in Arizona. These guys in the winter time, yeah, they would go oftener, and their little golf carts would be all, you know. Angela Preslick says, "Solution, y'all come to Vegas." Yeah, right. I love you, Angela. I, 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 I guess there's around. no reason you couldn't take like something like a coal 
and uh, you know it's a tricycle gear uh, ultralight true ultralight single person cut the wing off cut the tail boom off and uh, leave the engine and cockpit wheels and turn it into like a power parachute or a power paraglider you could be the first oh wow and then you can have your enclosed canopy with your little vents that you can open for AC and stuff like that. <laughs> and you'll be under 254 pounds. Well, that you always have AC at about 5,000 feet, no matter and what. If you, thought, if you thought Will Fly had a lot of thrust with the Moster 185 on his back, wait till you <laughs> get 502 or 503. <laughs> yeah, man. There you go. I... I you guys, I'm seeing the vision. I am. I'm visualizing. Visualizing is very important. Yeah. I'm telling you, it could happen. We're going to have to do it. We're dropping down on uh, viewers, and uh, a lot of people are dropping out. We only have okay. a couple of people left here, so I guess we can oh, close yeah, out. Yeah. I guess we can close out the show. I really appreciate yeah. everyone. And, uh, everything's been great. Um, yeah. uh, Brian or Will or uh jade jp anybody have any more stories you want to say or tell or are you guys good for the night i think we're good jp that NC. Good on you. ben says uh just saran wrap your trike <laughs> you know? saran wrap hey you know what yeah. we can saran wrap us and foot launch and there's our enclosure there you ah. go oh. Saran <laughs> yeah. wrap. Oh, here we go. Yeah. I think that would work with like the, the type of trike that has the two bars, like uh Jade and Eric have. Um, like the trike buggy. Oh put some yeah. saran wrap over the top. Like it would it's just a, a nice little cockpit, you know. You might as well make it bubble wrap, you know. Bubble wrap, yeah, keep, keep it safer too. There you go. Yeah, and give you something to do while you're up there. Yeah. <laughs> I want to keep it as primitive as possible. That's why I like my retractor trike. I mean, when I take off, I snatch that front wheel underneath me, and I'm, I'm like flying out a foot launch unit ever since then. I, I don't want all this stuff in front of me. And uh, yeah. it's, it's that, I think that is the draw to a paramotor, is uh, mm -hmm. being out there, man, feeling, you know, getting those bugs in your mouth and flying low and, you know, feeling the wind in your face, man. <laughs> Feeling that nine degree wind. <laughs> right. That's where it's at. Did yeah. you say did you say the bugs in your mouth? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you know, some, you some do are more tasty than others. <laughs> it's uh, extra with, protein. Extra protein crunchy, for your diet. The crunchy on your teeth and everything be like, yeah. Ooh, Dewey said heated harness. Ooh. Let oh. me write that one down. We'll call heated it the Dewey. We'll call it the, oh, the Milstead Heated Harness. How the heck does that work? I'm writing this down because this is some good stuff. I'm really looking into to trying different things. And uh, um, okay. I, I appreciate everybody, even if wrapped lightly. What? Oh. <laughs> Sean said, even if wrapped lightly. Okay. All right, guys. Um, Go ahead. Let's go ahead and sign off. Uh, I guess we can uh, start with Flying Flamingo Jade real quick. Um, you got something going on on Wednesdays, correct? What's going on on Wednesdays, darling? 
You betcha. Girls just want to fly at 7 p.m. Central. And we've got a young lady from Louisiana. Um, excited to share her story of how she got into uh, foot launch PPG. Come check yeah. it out. If you guys can go over to paramotorgirl.com, hit subscribe and hit that bell notification for Jade. I mean, that right. really truly helps y'all um, and definitely appreciate it. We also got Brian Haybill Waller and uh, you can always find him at ppgbrian.com. Now tell us a little bit about your channel and what you do on it, Brian. Yeah, my channel uh, is mostly paramotors now. Uh, it's a little bit about my greenhouse. It used to be about hiking and waterfalls and that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, it's mostly paramotors now. Everywhere I go, it's, uh, I just want to fly with people. And uh, hopefully I can come to your state and fly one day soon. But I just had a great trip. I uh, went to multiple states and flew. Ooh, look at there, 444 subscribers. Wow. Who wants to be 445? Go to ppgbrian.com. So anyway, I, I make a few YouTube videos and I just have fun in life and uh, I document my adventures just for the fun of it. So my friends and my family can see it. And it looks like a lot of other people are watching it, too, which is which is cool. Excellent. Well, we, we see we, we see all the videos that Brian or that uh, JP has watched and all the ones that he has not watched. So Brian or, or JP, you need to watch more of his stuff. Is it hey, no worries. I totally get that. No worries. <laughs> How do you see that? Because of the red line underneath that you watch. No, that just means I haven't finished it. No, that means that you. Hey. No, that Is means it really. Yep. If you uh, watched it, you got a red line across, and it shows you. Busted, JP. <laughs> yeah, I totally, I totally get it, man. I, I am just as bad about most. No, of okay. Videos. Here's the thing: is I got. I love all you guys so much, but I do not have enough. There's not enough hours in the day no, to keep up with not. everybody's channels. Like it's JP, I was just messing with no, you. No, no, and it's something I feel guilty about. It's funny that you mentioned that because I, with Will and uh, my buddy Adam and Brian, you know, everybody has awesome channels. And if I, I wish I could just not yeah. work and go to fly-ins and keep up with everybody's channels all the time, but it's. I swear there's just not enough hours in the day. It's uh, hey, don't don't close that screen, JP. I got something to say. Uh oh. Uh oh. And first of all, yeah, I completely get it, man. I mean, there's there, there isn't enough time in the day. So uh, look at the see the in right there in the middle uh, row, the second video. You did it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but but go back so that we can see the thumbnail. Aw. There, tell me that Brian wouldn't make an awesome freaking Captain Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like William Shatner right there. Yeah, yeah. I hear you, bro. I think kind of resemblance, yeah. yeah. JP, I, I totally get it, though, man. I used to spend, you know, I used to dedicate, I still do, I try to, a lot of time on my Sundays to uh, watch, catch up with my friends' YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. um, I have a lot of friends and, uh, you know, all of them, a lot of them with paramotors, you know, have YouTube channels. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of them make pretty good videos. Some, some of them make better than others. Wills are okay, but I will watch <laughs> them. Right? And, uh, 
but no, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel the same obligation to try to keep up with my friends' videos, and I don't do a good job of it. So, I mean, I, I totally get it. It's, yeah. It's, it's hard to keep up. I was just messing with you, too. I didn't want this to be like a... No, no, no. It's No, I'm glad you brought it up because it, it's something I've always wanted to, I guess, have a reason to address. I don't want people out there and people in the chat, if, if you know, if I'm not commenting on your videos, don't take it personally. Like, it's... I, I just I wish there was more time. There's you only a person that watches everything from everybody, and that's Linda Anderson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. When I'm retired, that's what that's I'll do. Right. I'll just I'll I just know. watch all you guys's you know stuff all day. I mean, if, if she if she could share her screen, she would go through like this, and everything would be red underneath all the way. Red, yeah. yeah. Yep. I, I mean, I, I, I get I, it. I, I get it. I'm not I'm not sorry for it, but I I do get it. Um, I'm not sorry that I don't get to watch it. I mean, because the truth is, is, you know, I concentrate on living life versus, uh, um, you know, I, I, I put what time I can into to making videos because my friends and family want to see what's going on. Um, but my main priority is going out and having fun. And that's why I wasn't on every show when I was traveling, uh, you know, and, and that kind of thing. So, I mean, you know, we, we all have our priorities and, uh, you know, Living your life to the fullest should be the top of. That's right. I, I I watch, I follow like everybody's videos, and I support I support you all. I do, you know. Hit that like I see that I may not maybe like actually watch a video, but I see oh that's a, you know da, da da, and then I hit the like and I hit subscribe if I haven't subscribed or whatever to that channel. And, and that's what I do because I and look at this jerk will fly guy with seven oh. and. Will fly, guy. Go back to Will Fly, man. Don't leave him. Look at this guy, Will Fly. What 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 the hell is he doing? 5.43. Look at this guy. Killing it. He must be raking in the dough. Man. I, know, I, I turned monetization off because I hate those freaking ads interrupting the, the video, you know. How much is, is it for that amount of views? Is it oh. much? Is it no, nothing. And you ain't gonna retire on it. I can, I can tell yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, there goes my sugar daddy. Maybe oh, buy yourself a cup of coffee. Yeah, we don't have to get into the stats. I mean, we, uh, we were looking at. Uh, I mean, you can look up how much money anybody that is monetized their channel on YouTube is making. Right. Uh, that's basically public information, and uh, we sure. were looking at people like Tucker Got and stuff like that. I mean. You know, there's a reason they have a merchandise store and stuff like that. Even if you're getting tens of thousands of views, you're not making a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Definitely not enough to, you know, pay all the bills. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, Plus, you spend all the time on, on putting a video together. The, the last thing you want to do is break it up, you know? Exactly. Right, and right, with commercials. Apart one, two, and three, and, you know, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, my, my goal has never been to make money on, on YouTube. But, you know, looking at how Will Fly, obviously, he's put a lot of time into his videos, yeah, each know. and every video editing. And there, you know, it shows. Um, sometimes I just cut and paste some clips together. But, um, you know, and his channel has gone from, I don't know, what, less than a thousand subscribers to what, over almost 5,500. Subscribe no time, yeah. You you're gonna beat me in no time. In a year, you know. Yeah, look 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 
Look for, for Sean Simons. Uh, he's got like 20 something thousand subscribers. Yeah, PPG Grandpa only has 1.4. But I get it. The bigger you get, the faster you grow. Right. And look at I got 2,315 videos. 2,000? Yes. Dang, man. You, but you pump out some videos now, but you do have your uh, PPG awesome. Grandpa. Doesn't it have 20,000? Over 20,000 uh, subscribers? Yeah. 20.6 right there. Yeah. Yep. Yes, yeah, so it's a lot of subscribers. I, I don't know what the perfect formula is. Obviously, both of y'all are just killing it at YouTube. Um, Sean puts out a ton of content, and that seems to be doing it. Obviously, you got the live streams and stuff like that going on, podcast. That's got your numbers I'll, up. I'll never forget the video that Sean put out about the tomato. How many views yeah. is that? Does that have? Yeah, go back to the Sean Simons one. <clears throat> yeah, type in Sean Simons um, at, the, at the search. Yeah, type in Sean Simons um, how to how to dice a tomato. <laughs> there it is. Two, yeah, this four. this popped up for me today when I was oh, just at. I wasn't at your channel. I was just at YouTube. And this popped up. Two and a half million views. Uh, at least three of those people now know how to slice a tomato. Yeah. So, so this is only one minute and twenty-two seconds, and this was one of my. I think that's key too, is having them short, because nobody yeah. has time to sit around and watch a half-hour video. <laughs> oh. A half-an-hour video on how to slice a tomato. That would be yeah. tough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting ready to drop a 20-minute video on Moonshiners and all it is. Well, if it's good, that's one thing, you know. If, it, if you can keep the audience, you know. Well, uh, a selected audience. I mean, literally, I came up, I put together, I had like 300 video clips. And I pulled them together and I, I edited them and I got it down to like 35 minutes. I kept editing, editing, trying to get below 20 minutes. And I mean, if you have it below, you know, above a certain amount, people just want me to click on it. You know, yeah. I, yeah. I think Will Fly's got to figure it out. He doesn't put out a video more than once a week. They're top-notch videos, and they're all just under ten minutes, and, and people watch the heck out of them really quick. Yeah. yeah, because they have really good content. So you can make a ten-minute video if it has good content, like Will does. Mm -hmm. You know, me, I put a ten-minute video out, and no one watches it <laughs> because I'm not putting out good content. It's just crap. Now, the ones that I do put out there is like um, raw paramotor footage. Those get lots of hits because people just want to watch, you know, and um, listen because, you know, they're not flying yet. So they're just sitting there with their with their 3D goggles on and pretending that they're they're flying a paramotor for an hour. So, you know, that's something that people like is the that's raw. A, are, are those 3D videos, Sean? Um, you can make them uh, 360, yes. I... Uh... I'll have to catch up with you about that sometime. I've always wondered how to do that because I've got a, a 360 camera, but I never figured out how to load it so that you can watch it in full 360. I think um, that'd be just, pretty cool. You just uh, you just upload it to uh, to YouTube and in, in the. I did that. It didn't work. By the way, I appreciate the educational slicing up the tomato here, man. That's uh, <laughs> I know. I'm glad everybody knows. Try it that way. How the heck? Hey, Paramotor NC said that 
He makes a really good point. The best part of YouTube has not been money or subs. It's about connecting with other people who are passionate about paramotives. That's right. Or, or, or dicing tomatoes. Or dicing okay, tomatoes. So here, here you go. <laughs> yeah, and when I put out my 20-minute video on Moonshiners, it's not going to be – I mean, the world can watch it, but it's not designed for the world. It's designed for the people I shared that experience with at Moonshiners and my friends and family that want to see it. So some people are watching all the way through, but a lot of people won't. And Angela Presley just said, Will's videos are stories. I love that. And yes, that, that, that's what he does. He puts out stories. And so does uh, Tucker Gott. When he puts out a video, it's a story. So you can get really engrossed in 10 minutes because it's a story. It's awesome. So what, what will get most views? Um, I'm thinking about, you know, obviously I'm going to put out a video on my Gus front landing. Um, should I just make it the the one and a half, two minutes of the gnarly landing, or should I make it a five to 10 minute video showing the story on the leading and trail and edge? Do do the, do the story. Cause apparently the stories work that uh, yeah. 360 video. Um, oh, that's crazy, man. But, oh, copy that URL and then open up Chrome. Does it look different? Yeah. So now open up Chrome. Chrome browser. It is in Chrome. That is Chrome? Yeah. All right. We'll have to talk. Then you probably upload it uh, incorrectly then. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, well. Anywho. Um, anywho, uh, go, to, go to your phone real quick and look on the YouTube app at that video. Because maybe it's the YouTube app. I, I think it's the way I did it because I looked at it on my phone before and it did not work. Okay. No, it yeah. didn't work. I think there's something I'm doing wrong. But All right. Just get up with me tomorrow and I'll. Yeah. I'll yeah. It's whatever. You. It's just no biggie. Or we can do it right now. I mean, that's a good how to. No. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to watch that. No, it's maybe. a little late. Otherwise, I would take you up on that. Um, yeah. Ryan, Angela's vote is that you do the story. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, do a story of how you almost, you know, almost got pummeled out of the sky. You know, get a get a real exaggerating thumbnail. Like, woo -woo, and, we're going to yeah. we're going to fly with some hot air balloons. Yeah, then, uh, yeah. Yeah. My man, that cloud looks nasty. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Hey, you know that you can ask DP to be your narrator because he has an awesome uh, radio DJ voice. Let's hear it. Oh, DP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DP, right? He does, doesn't he? Yeah, he, he, he's yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. He, he's I, I, got, I got a scene. You got what? I got a scene of DP and his radio talk here. He got... He got a clip of it in my Moonshiners video, but let me see if I can find the raw version here to play for y'all. Where is DP tonight? Because I already asked DP if he's gonna if he would narrate my uh, my video. I got a I'm I'm doing a um, paramotor documentary. Uh, you can go to paramotordocumentary.com to to learn more about it, of course. But uh, he's he's going to be the narrator for it. 
he already said he would so you're you're stuck dp you got to do it you already said you right. were or i will find you DP. right <laughs> <laughs> yeah will will does really good stories i really like uh his videos um don't know how you're making so many views per video i mean are you putting them out there uh, any place else like the link on facebook um reddit or anything like that or i put them on uh yeah facebook i mean the groups which i've joined a bunch of the groups because you know i like to keep up with things all things paramotor but i'll put them on facebook on oh. those groups don't, don't the will all this stuff because his head's gonna get so big that we're gonna be I know, like, it's already got twenty thousand. Like, hey will it'll be like and you are will fly even though his head's getting big he has a moster 185 now he can get off the ground <laughs> listen to this uh, tony, tony marzano says if you're a good narrator it makes the video better but if you don't say anything it gets really boring unless of course uh you've got really good flying or flying into a hay bale <laughs> yeah. and it was still it, it was still a brian story though I mean, he he walked us through the entire hay bale thing. I mean, it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. And now that I learned about motion, um, I, I bought motion and I'm going to look into how to actually use the darn thing. That's, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot. I would, motion I it is. It, it really is a lot to learn. It's like a new language, just like Final Cutter and any other programs. Okay, you can start your own video class. Just there, like you man. I tell you, they do photography classes. You could choose if Will Fly started started a how to uh, yeah. edit videos yeah. on Final Cut sure. and Motion. I would subscribe to his channel. Absolutely, oh, there's a, a zillion of them on YouTube already. I mean, full courses and stuff. So yeah. But Will, you kind of figured all of that stuff out on your own, huh? You just got in there and just started playing with it. Like that's how, right. How and then when I, how to, how to, and yeah, and when I wanted to, when I wanted to, I would, uh, I'd YouTube it. Yeah. All right, here we go. I think we got DP with a little DJ background going on here. All right. No doubt. That water was awesome. So when you come back, air mattresses work great. Anytime you want. Sometime today. Yeah. We're all getting old here. All right, that's all you get for now. That was awesome, man. Oh, man. Clear for takeoff. You know, he uh he was pretty good, man. We we had, so we had some good times at that fly-in, dude. It was crazy. But uh it's it's hard to fi follow the Will Fly video where he lands in the water and he meets God, God, <laughs> and uh it it was uh God. it was <laughs> Who's going? <laughs> You're pretty pretty creative, man. That that's uh that's all good stuff for sure. But okay. uh, it'll be fun. I'll drop it and uh, I try to spread my videos out just a little bit. That way, the video that I just put out in New York gets a chance to get a few views before I put a new one out.
I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. Very cool. Very cool. Guys, it's getting late. All right. What? Is it really? Always a pleasure. Like I said, not, not enough hours in the day. I wish I had uh, all day to have to hang out and chat. And That's true. But, uh, I know. Well, we appreciate you, buddy. Thanks for joining us. I really wasn't, I, I didn't even know if I was going to do the show tonight, but I'm um, glad we did. Everything worked out yeah. great. Uh, JP Tulo from jptulo.com or ppgjp.com. Uh, Brian Haybill Waller, you can find him at ppgbrian.com will fly ppg.com paramomusa.com and me you can find me at iflyparamotors.com right. right. <laughs> jp's trying to keep up <laughs> I'm going too fast I'm going too fast. what is all this going on yeah, we, got, we got we'll fly all right we'll fly, we'll fly. again we'll fly again uh, got two and... PPG grandpas. You got PPG grandpa and Sean Simons. Hi. I don't think there's a Paramom, is there? No, Paramom USA goes to uh, ParamomUSA.com. Her Facebook page. So, which one is your altered ego, Sean? <laughs> one what? Is Sean Simons or PPG Grandpa? Which one's your altered ego? Well, Sean Simons was my original one that I've had like forever that has everything on there from I weight loss to, to running mud mud uh, mud runs and all my crazy <laughs> and then I, then I made uh, the PPG Grandpa one just for PPG, you know just for me flying, but I don't really use that one very much because I'm always on my Sean Simons. I don't know. No alter ego. I'm just I'm just a guy that likes to fly. For twenty thousand subs. For twenty thousand six hundred <laughs> subs. That could be a t-shirt. I'm just a guy who likes to fly. In the sky. It's In just sky. physics. Which will fly. <laughs> eating 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 rye. <laughs> I tell no lie. <laughs> we'll fly, oh we'll swim. <laughs> We'll kayak, we'll like paddle, <laughs> we'll see. And that kayak was a lot of fun. Yeah, oh, I, got, I got some tree, I got some tweed footage. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> I love that group, man. I mean, that is just awesome to have something like that right oh by God. the LC, you know? Awesome, blossom. Again, no doubt. That's a, that's a big old brown trout in the tube. Oh, wait, no, those are rainbow trout. Yeah. There you go. There you go. You think I'm kidding. I put my GoPro underwater. There was like 30 trout over 12 inches long swam by. It was crazy. It's amazing. It's, you can't see them. I mean, how they just kind of blend right in, you know? Uh, you, you didn't believe me to start with. No, I didn't. <laughs> and then he put on my polarized glasses. It made all the difference <laughs> in the world, did it? it? Sure did. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. Right. Well, it's time to bail. Hey, yeah. bail. Hey, it's time to bail. Hey, so hey. thank you all for, yeah. for, for hanging out with me tonight. Um, it's almost nine o'clock. Thank you for all the chatters out there. Thank you yeah. for everybody that joined us today in the chat. Thank you for everyone that joined us here on the panel. 
totally appreciate you. Uh, make sure you join us uh, every Monday night at clearproptv.com. Go over and check out Shane's show on Tuesday nights at ppgshane.com. On Wednesday night, we got uh, Flying Flamingo Jade at paramotorgirl.com. And then on Thursdays, what's that Thursday thing? Come on, Paramom, help me out. What's that one? Nothing going on on Friday, nothing going on Saturday. And then on Sunday, we got our Paramotor Nation. So, so who's going to take the Friday and Saturday spots? Anybody? Brian was interested. I in think that. Friday and Saturday, so nope. that's just the weekend. Yeah, Brian, Brian should. We call it the hay bale. Then it's settled. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> y'all enjoy my show without me on Friday and Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> so, so take it whatever direction you want to go, man. <laughs> y'all have a good one. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate y'all. Safe, everybody. Peace. Thank you, chatters. Good night. Night, y'all. Bye, guys.